welcome to a new episode of the Solo Female Travel Podcast. And today I am here with V. V is a travel coach from the Netherlands that helps people who wants to move abroad. And today we are going to talk about a very interesting topic that I'm so interested about and I'm pretty sure that everyone listening is as well. Uh, that is like how solo travel help her find love. But first, V, thank you so much for being here. Yes, thank you so much for having me. And I want like, this is a question that I always ask my guests. Um, how do you start to solo travel? What, what was your, like your first relationship with like doing this? Okay, um, well, let me start from the beginning. So I was born and raised in the Netherlands. And uh, luckily when I was young, I was already connected to travel a lot because my family took me on trips. Um, first of all, within Europe and afterwards also to um, Canada and Dominican Republic. And as a teenager, I went to Mexico. And so that was really cool because at that time I couldn't afford those trips by myself, especially as a student. So I was like, oh, this is good. I don't mind to, to join my family on, on their trips, you know. Um, and then actually, um, once I started studying, I studied international law in my um, fourth year, my master's degree, I had a chance to move abroad to Spain. Wow. Um, I could, could pick a country in Europe and I was like, where should I go? And I really wanted to learn Spanish. I always thought it's such a beautiful language. So I was like, yes, I want to, I want to, <laughs> to move to Spain. And I could choose between six months or a year. And it was like, okay, I want to, if I go for it, I want to go for a year, you know? Wow. What yeah. city were you in? Uh, Barcelona. Wow. Okay. Were you yeah. able to, to learn Catalan as well or just Spanish? Did you just... um, a few words. Um, yeah, because all of my housemates were actually Catalan. So I heard it all the time. But because I was also learning Spanish, it was like a lot to learn two languages at the same time, right? So I, I tried to focus on Spanish first. Um, but yeah, of course, I picked up a few words. Yeah. yeah. So that was kind of the first time for me. Uh, that was when I was 20 that I actually moved to another country by myself. And that was definitely one of the best years of my life. Uh, it was so amazing just to experience a new culture and just doing everything by myself, meeting new people, learning a new language. Um, so I think at that time, I really got into the travel bug and wanting to um, move to different countries and experience more. Um, so after that year in Barcelona, I actually had to move back to the Netherlands to finish my studies. So that was a tough year because I was like, I don't want to leave. <laughs> when we move abroad, it's like coming back home. It's like, oh, come on. Yeah. And then your final years of studies, it's, it's also, you know, the hardest one. So it's like, okay, I have to get through this. And afterwards, hopefully I can travel again. So yes, then I graduated and I started looking for a job because I felt like that's the thing you do. You know, I didn't really think about traveling around. I feel like at that time it wasn't that common yet. You know, now you have all those digital nomads and uh, gap years. And at that time it didn't really um, came to my mind that I could do something like that. So I just thought, okay, now I have my diploma. I will start searching for a job. Um, I couldn't find a job right away, so I started doing an internship, uh, the first one in Amsterdam. And actually, after I finished that internship, uh, one of the lawyers, it was at a law firm, 
um, he told me, well, we actually also have a project in Cambodia. Um, would you be interesting, interested to go there for a while? I was like, um, never thought about <laughs> going oh, to Cambodia, what, what but... interesting country. Yeah, I was like, okay, I never thought about it, but, you know, why not? I don't have a job yet. Sounds like a new adventure. I can go to another country. <laughs> let's, let's, go, let's go for it. So, yeah, a few months later, I packed my bags and moved to Cambodia for another internship. Wow. Yeah. How was it? Did you, did you experience any, any type of cultural shock or was it like hard at first? Or? Yeah, it was definitely harder than moving to Spain. It was mm. a big culture shock. Um, yeah, it was just so different um to to move to asia compared to europe um you know S spanish culture was different than dutch culture but it was not like completely a shock yeah maybe because it was still in europe and it felt like still close to home yeah. but asia was a bit further away and, and yeah cambodia was so different than ev everything i was used to so it was quite challenging yeah wow uh, okay. especially in the beginning i didn't know anyone i just moved there and I thought, okay, let's just see what's going to happen. And then luckily during my internship, I, I met a few people. Uh, I found a place to live and, you know, after a few weeks it got better, uh, but it was definitely a challenge. Yeah. Um, but it, it also helps you, you know, it's, it's, yeah. it's really, it really makes you grow. I, I've learned so much, um, especially I think the times when it's not so fun when you're somewhere else, it's actually the times when you learn the most. Um, That's so, so I, true. I, yeah, yeah, so I was really happy that I had the chance to, to have that experience as well. And then after I moved back to the Netherlands again, because the internship was just for um, a few months, I actually still um, went to Thailand for a backpacking trip for a few weeks. Um, on my own as well. I was like, okay, <laughs> I, I, I'm getting into the flow now. Nice. Um, let's like, just... I'm liking this. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and actually, the reason that I went back to the Netherlands was because um, before my, my sister moved to Argentina uh, for her studies. Oh, wow. And you guys my... are all moved yeah. to different parts of the world. <laughs> I know. And then my parents told me uh, while I was still in Thailand, they were like, yeah, we were thinking about visiting her. Would you like to join us? I was like, oh, Argentina, wow. <laughs> I would love to, to, to go there, you know? Um, so literally in, within one week when I moved from back from um, Asia to Europe and then <laughs> to Latin America, like literally like a short world tour in one week. Um, so yeah, amazing. that was really, really fun. Yeah. So I traveled around there with my family and then <laughs> I came back, uh, I went back to the Netherlands and really started working actually um, in a co corporate job. Um, and, but, okay, I have a question for you. How did it feel uh, to go to start working in corporate when after traveling to, you know, from Asia back to Europe and then Latin America? Was it hard? Was it difficult? Was it easy? Yeah, it, it was quite hard actually because you have to get into that routine, like the nine to five, going to the office every day. I wasn't used to that. Um, so I really had to adjust and kind of like change my mindset. And at that time I re was really like, okay, this is what I'm supposed to do. This is just, you know, what I told you before, like yeah, you studied for five years, so now you find a job. 
Um, but I always felt deep inside that I wanted to travel more. Um, so whenever I had the chance to use my annual leave, I would go on a trip. So I, during the year, I would go to some, um, some countries in Europe, like back to Spain, um, to visit my friends there and stuff like that. Uh, I also went to Cuba twice um, as a solo to, trip as well. Did you learn how to dance salsa? Yeah, I actually learned how to dance before. Um, because yeah, in the meantime, I uh, I became a Zumba instructor as well. No way! Yeah, <laughs> you have to send me videos of you dancing Zumba. Oh yes, yeah, I, I, have a, I love to see it. <laughs> I have a separate Instagram and everything for that, so I can share the link with you. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. So I was yeah I, I was always into dancing, but um, actually that started when I went to the Dominican Republic. I saw like salsa and bachata. I was like, wow, this is amazing. So I started taking lessons and then that was actually one of the reasons that I wanted to go to Cuba. Um, I, wow. I literally danced there every day and I went there by myself, but I never felt like oh, lonely yeah. or like alone because I was like, oh, I can dance with everyone. And it also helped that I spoke Spanish, um, oh. of course. Um, but yeah, that was amazing. Wow. And uh, let me ask you also another thing. I'm not familiar with it. Um, how, how, how much time, how much, uh, how long is your vacation time in the Netherlands? Um, it's usually between 20 and 26 days a year. That's awesome. Um, yeah, so you have about, yeah, let's say five weeks a year. So That's really cool. <laughs> it's, it's better than, than yeah, in other yeah. countries. I think the US is just 10 days, right? It's just ten days, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's a bit better, but it's still yes, not so, enough. <laughs> <laughs> it's still not enough. Um, so yeah, basically, after you know, planning those trips in between uh, my job whenever I could, I still felt like oh, I, I wish I could move to another country again. I miss it sometimes. The Netherlands is such a small country. Sometimes it just felt too small for me. I was like, I, I need something bigger. Um, and then I actually got the chance to move to Australia. So yes. I arranged that with my job. Oh, yeah. that, I mean, so you wanted a bigger country, so you got one that is almost a continent. So <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> I was like, I try to go as far as I can to the other side of the world. <laughs> yeah. And, and how was it moving to Australia? It was, it was really amazing. I was supposed to only go for six months and then um, go back to my job in the Netherlands. So it was kind of like a secondment, but then I liked it so much. Uh, and it was also the time that I met my, my boyfriend there, now fiance, <laughs> but we will talk about that more later. Um, but it helped also in the decision, of course, but yeah. Six months was just too short. I was like, this country is beautiful. I met so many nice people. It's just a really short time to also get to know a country and, and you know, find your way. So after yeah. six months, I was like, no, I can't go back. I'm not finished here yet. <laughs> I want to stay. Um, and luckily, I got offered a local contract. So I quit my job in the Netherlands and got on, on an Australian contract and stayed for another two and a half years, first in Sydney and then in Melbourne. And yeah, then the pandemic came and unfortunately I lost my job and my job was linked to my visa. So that's when I 
unexpectedly had to just leave everything behind within literally a few weeks. Uh, that was really a shock. Um, yeah, now I'm back in, in the Netherlands for now <laughs> until things improve, hopefully, and borders open. It's going to happen soon. It's going to happen soon. I, I know, I know. Like, let's knock on wood. Um, and where's your fiance? He's with me. Yeah. Oh, so okay. luckily, I, I think the good thing was um, he's from Portugal. So he's not Australian that helped. So he oh. could move with me back to Europe. So, yeah, because that would have been really um, dramatic if he had to stay and I had to move. One of my Australian friends is actually in that situation. Um, so she's Australian and her boyfriend is European and they met in Australia, but then, you know, pandemic happened and he's stuck in Europe. She's an Australian. Must be so hard if you, you know, yeah. you don't know when you can see each other. Yeah, that's so true. Espe especially for, you know, couples and families who are separated now. I, I really hope that the situation gets better so that everyone can visit each other again. Yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah. Okay, so let's get into the topic we chose for today. Yeah. So tell me, I'm all ears and I know nothing about this topic. <laughs> so you are the <laughs> expert here. <laughs> like, how does solo travel help you to find love? Yeah, so I only found like I had a few relationships before, but you know, my real um, love, I can say that I found in Australia. Um, yeah, before that, during all my all of my solo travels, I never really, I wasn't looking for anyone also not while I was at home. Um, but I think solo travel really helped me to get to know myself better. And that eventually led to meeting uh, the person that really matches with me. Um, so um, and when I you think, say get to know myself better, can you give me some examples? Yes, it it is as I just mentioned in, uh, when I moved to Cambodia, for example. When you get into those challenging situations, you really have to tune into yourself and like use your intuition to make decisions and and also make sure that you're safe in some situations and also exploring like new cultures. All of these things really makes you get to know yourself so for example when you move to a place that it's totally different than what you're used to you question everything you see it's like oh what do i think of this i'm used to something else but maybe yeah yeah you can also do it in this way you know like everything you see you absorb and you kind of like form your own um, opinion about it but also you're so used sometimes to certain habits that you grew up with in your own society and then when you travel or move to another country, you actually realize like, okay, but why haven't been doing this like this for all those years? Like that's I see people doing it in a different way. And that's actually also really cool. Maybe that way actually aligns better with who I am. So I think traveling really helps you to form who you are and you really explore different levels of yourself and especially when you travel solo there's so many situations um, you actually have to make all the decisions by yourself you know when you travel with someone else you can ask like okay should we do this or what do you think about this but when you travel by yourself you have to make all your decisions you have to decide what feels good to you what doesn't when you meet other people um, you know you yeah. also have to think about do I feel comfortable hanging out with you, those people or do I prefer to travel by myself? 
all of those questions it's yeah. like yeah <laughs> i can give I you like 100 examples but yeah i also add that you yeah you make your own decisions and also you are 100 responsible of the consequences of those decisions exactly yeah take. so i think that there's a lot of power in that yeah um, and it also makes you feel very powerful yeah after a trip then once you get back and you tell your friends about it and everyone's like whoa did you go there by yourself and you know after you've done it it doesn't feel like a big deal but before you go you're also you know it's a big step so then when you come back and you reflect on it it's like oh wow I really did this by myself and it went well and it was so cool so it, it really boosts your confidence as well and uh, do you think that yeah. when you get that confidence boost then also that leads you to set higher standards um yes I think so I think when you boost your confidence And when you get to know yourself better, you know exactly what you want and the things you accept from yourself, but also from other people. And eventually all of those like skills, I would say, that you develop while you're traveling, they will help you to, uh, you know, find the right partner. And, and also, I think a very important part of that before even, you know, dating or meeting someone is that you feel comfortable with your own company so that you are actually happy with traveling by yourself, but also in your daily life, just doing things by yourself and creating a life that you really like. Um, so that, you know, you're, you're not looking for someone to complete you. You know, that sounds always like, yeah. you, you hear that in like romantic movies or stuff and it's like, no, yeah, like, you're already complete, <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah. you know, I'm already complete and complete, uh, I'm already pretty happy i just want someone that will like not compliment it compliment me but like someone that i could like can join in my happiness and then we can like go together exactly I, I think it sounds better in spanish but <laughs> that's somewhere along those lines <laughs> yeah it's it's like you should see that that other person is like a, a positive addition to your life but not something you need to be happy uh, i think that's a very important thing Um, that you are already happy with yourself and you feel connected with yourself and your values and what you want in life. And then once you start dating, you can actually, you know what you're looking for and you don't feel kind of like, yeah, desperate sounds so dramatic, but you know, that you, you want to be with someone because you're afraid to feel alone otherwise. Yeah. Um, I think that's also an important thing. I don't think it sounds dramatic at all. I think there's there's a lot of truth in that. Sometimes people, well, this is a generalization, of course. I'm not, this yeah. is not everyone's experience, but I, you know, I've known of like people that just like get into relationships just because they're afraid, afraid to be alone. Yeah, and exactly, exactly. I think that solo travel is the perfect tool to beat that fear because then you are alone. And, you, and then you realize you can do it. So that reflects in every other aspect of your life. Also in your relationship, you're like, okay, no, I don't need a relationship to like, not, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, it's like my company is already enough, but yeah. Um, exactly, yeah. Yeah, and if I, if I get into a relationship, it's because I really want to get on one end because like this person deserves my company and 
I deserve their company as well. It's like more yeah, like exactly. Yeah, from like positive vibes because I feel like if you go into a relationship from like the like a vibe that you're like desperate or afraid to be alone, yeah, it, it re won't really work out in the long long term because then you don't attract a person that really matches with you. I think in my uh, well, at least in my experience, like of course can't speak for everyone, but I feel like once you are in a more like positive vibe, you feel confident with your own company, that's actually the best way to attract um, love. And there are like so many things we can talk about that from what you just said. Like I think recently, like everything has been lost, law of attraction and like, you know, you gotta find yeah. someone that matches your, your energetic frequency and this and that. So. Um, there's also someone that has the shirt that shares the same values or someone that has a similar mindset. So I think like there are like many ways to explain like what you just said, but you just did it in such a beautiful and simple way. Um, Thank you. <laughs> I think it's, it's some, sometimes it's just good to keep it simple because what you say, like I also love to think about law of attraction and all of those things. Um, but yeah, there's so many different ways actually, but it all comes down to kind of like, you know, just the basics. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so now I want to ask you, like, how was your story with your fiance? Yeah, yeah it's... Um, how did you guys meet? <laughs> yeah, it, it's a nice story, actually, <laughs> when someone asks, asks us how did we meet and when we are together, I always let him tell the story because he's an actor, so he makes a really nice story out of it. <laughs> but I will, I will give you this, this short version. <laughs> <laughs> otherwise this this episode will take too long um so <laughs> we met in in sydney it was actually one of my first weeks already and yeah as i said i wasn't looking for anyone i was happy to be on the other side of the world by myself new adventure uh, still exploring everything and then it was on a, a a very rainy day and i was like okay I don't want to stick in my apartment. I want to explore a bit, even though it's it's rainy, you know. I'm new here, so I went to a shopping mall. And I always get lost in shopping malls. <laughs> I always lose my Me sense too. of direction. Like, yeah, it's like when we I, can be world travelers, but we get lost in a shopping mall. <laughs> exactly. I can be fine, like outdoors, it's fine. But in a shopping mall, I don't know what happens, but I just lose sense of direction. So I was kind of like walking around, finding the exit, and I got a bit anxious I was like okay I want to get out of this place so I wasn't I was walking and looking around at the same time and then I bumped into someone so I turned around and I was like oh I'm so sorry I bumped into you and that was he he was like no no that's okay calm down what's wrong and I was like I'm trying to find the exit I'm just new here I'm lost so he was like okay fine I was don't worry I will show you the exit uh, so we, you know, we just chatted a bit, but then he showed me the exit and I was like, okay, thank you. Bye. And we just went our separate ways. And then it was about 15 minutes later. Um, I went to uh, Starbucks for coffee because it was still raining. I was like, okay, let's just have some coffee and wait for the rain to be over. So I walk into the the shop, the, the coffee place. And guess who was sitting at the table? <laughs> <laughs> he was sitting there was we so we saw each other so we looked in each other's eyes and started laughing like okay this is too funny um you know this can't be a coincidence yeah 
So he invited me to his table, we had coffee and really literally talked for hours. And then I was like, okay, now I, I do have to go because tomorrow I have to work again. But actually, I don't know exactly where I am right now. <laughs> and he was like, oh, don't, don't worry, I will show you uh, where do you live. I, I can walk. Um, I, walk, I can walk you home, don't worry. So we had more time to, to chat as well. Uh, we exchanged numbers and that was actually kind of like the start. Um, the weeks after we, we just started, you know, hanging out first as friends, but you know, it, there's something in the air, like you yeah. pretend that you're friends, but it's, it's yeah, not yeah. really, you know? <laughs> yeah, you so, know, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And yeah, then we started dating and yeah, it went from there. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. Wow, that, and that's so crazy that you guys found each other again. Yeah. And it's like, okay. Uh, wow, that, that's awesome. Well, um, we unfortunately have only a few more minutes. Um, uh, but, I talk too uh, much. <laughs> no, that was awesome. Um, no, thank you so much for the wonderful insights and for sharing your story with us. And um, I want to ask about a closing thought before ending the episode. Um. I think what would be like, you know, a good summary of, of what we discussed is enjoy your own company, like as a closing thought, um, because then, you know, once you do, once you go out there and travel around and get to know yourself better and really enjoy being by yourself, that's, that's the way you can really find your match. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds really simple, but yeah, I think that's, that's a nice thought to to remember yeah that's a very simple way and to to put it but you know yeah it's all and easy to understand that's yeah i mean of course it's it's not that easy it sounds really easy of course it doesn't really work like that simple but it, it is the, the basic i think if you really enjoy who you are and know what you want in life and get to know yourself better um and especially by travel, traveling is a great tool to do that. Yeah, I think that's that's really the way. And just also to meet people in general, not necessarily get into a relationship right away, but also to, to just find such beautiful friendships everywhere. I guess, yeah, as you said, that applies to everything. It's like, am I, I, am I spending time with this person because I don't want to be alone or because I, I truly enjoy, the, enjoy their company? Yeah, exactly. And also, you can always start with friendships, and you never know what comes out of that as well. That's, that's so, true. <laughs> yeah, it's also, I think, not putting too much pressure on yourself. I feel like you're speaking to myself right, to me right now. Like, okay, don't put too much pressure on yourself. <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, especially I think when you're single for a while, you might start questioning like, oh, something is wrong with me, or, you know, you get all those negative yeah. thoughts which are definitely not true so it's good to just really focus on the, all the things you enjoy doing and be happy with your life and then the rest will just fall into place eventually and don't put it like a, a time on it you know it happens when it will happen and in the meantime just have fun and enjoy your life and then it's already yeah. perfectly fine how it is exactly yes yeah. yes well, V, thank you so much. It was like, wonderful talking to you. And thank you so much for everything you shared with us. Yes, you're welcome. I hope uh, someone 
had some nice um, insights or it helps in some way, like some inspiration or just enjoyed listening to this. And thank you so much um, for having me. It was really nice to chat yeah. with you. No, you're welcome. And uh, what's your Instagram, just in case someone wants to get in contact with you? Yeah, sure. Um, so my Instagram for my travel coaching um, is uh, unpack by Veer. Um, so it's unpack by and then Veer is V E E R. Um, that like all in one word. And my okay. website is the same as well, unpackedbyveer.com. Yeah. Awesome. I'll make sure to put it in the show notes. Mm-hmm.